Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of TicketBud Tidbits. I'm your host, Sean Burke, Marketing Director here at TicketBud. And today on the show, we have Eric Olsavsky, Director of Business Development and Partnerships at Pelotonia. Eric, thanks for coming on to the show with us. Oh, my pleasure. Thanks for having me, Sean. I appreciate the, uh, uh, the opportunity to join you on the podcast. Yeah, awesome. Anyway, for those of you who aren't aware, Pelotonia, it's a grassroots movement to end cancer with 100% of all right raised dollars going to cancer research at the Ohio State University Cancer Center and several other research centers. So, Eric, you know, I think that that's really unique. Um, could you talk, you know, kind of like about the history of Pelotonia? How did you achieve this 100%, you know, right raised dollar rate? And, you know, what is your nonprofit model? Yeah. Okay. Great question. So um, if we look back, Pelotonia was founded back in 2008 and it was modeled after a similar, what I'll call community bike ride. And that's the Pan Mass Challenge up in, in the New England area. Um, and the focus of Pelotonia, as you mentioned earlier, is to raise funds for cancer research. Um, and so in 2008, it was founded uh, in conjunction with uh, the Ohio State University and um, the Comprehensive Cancer Center, um, and they launched the first ride later that August in 2009. And so, you know, from an expectation standpoint, they didn't really know what would happen with this and how, how quickly it would take off. But that first year, um, they had a little over 2,000 riders um, and generated about $4.5 million. And if you fast forward now to just this past year in 2017 to, to look at how far we've come, um, we had over 8,000 riders and we generated in, in 2017 alone, the, the riders and virtual riders and volunteers generated uh, over $26.2 million. So year to date, over the nine years of, uh, of, of rides that we've hosted in, in Columbus here, We've now generated uh, over 157 million. That all goes 100% back to cancer research uh, at the James Cancer Center and, and, and Comprehensive Cancer Center at Ohio State. Um, you mentioned a little bit about the model, and, and we are unique in that um, how we operate is if you want to participate in Pelotonia as a rider, so you can you can ride your bike in Pelotonia, or you can be a virtual rider as well, or you can be a volunteer on Ride Weekend. But every, every August, we have uh, one weekend where the community comes together and you select a, a route that you want to ride. Um, and these vary from anywhere from, in, specifically this year, uh, anywhere from 25 miles up to 200 miles. And some of these routes are, are two-day routes. So you actually stay overnight uh, after riding the first day and then jump right back on uh, the bike the next day and, and continue pedaling. Um, but along with the route distance that you choose, you commit to raising a certain amount of money for research. And so um, one of the things that we've always um, you know, stayed true to and, and will continue to in the future is this 100% model that you mentioned. And what that means is whatever our riders or virtual riders or volunteers um, generate from a fundraising perspective from their friends, family, coworkers, 100% of that goes back directly to research. So we don't take an administrative fee off the top. Um, we don't take any sort of, um, of cut to go back to operations. We guarantee that that money goes straight to, to research. Uh, and we feel that it's very important because as, uh, a, as a rider or a virtual rider, we want you to be confident in making that ask to your family and friends and coworkers 
and be able to say that this money's all going back to cancer research. That's amazing. And especially, you know, just what you guys have done over the course of a decade, that's extremely impressive. So yeah, congrats to you guys. And, you know, one thing, of course, you have to also think about the back end of Pelotonia. And so how are you guys able to really, you know, ensure that, I mean, because obviously, you know, you guys have expenses. I'm sure you guys have a budget. How are you guys able to achieve that on the back end? Yeah, the, the 100% model. Yeah, yeah, that's a great question. We, um, you know, that is, uh, again, something that, that we always want to maintain and, and moving forward, we want to make sure that we can, you know, keep that model afloat. And um, because of that, we're, we're relying on our operational funding partners um, that provide the funds for, you know, the expenses that are associated with the ride uh, or just the day-to-day -day operations of, of our organization. So that would be, you know, uh, as simple as paying the rent and keeping the lights on and, and paying the salaries of the employees. So um, we have partners that generously provide that operational funding for us to be able to turn around, put on this exceptional community ride that, that happens here in Columbus, Ohio, and then allow all those dollars from, uh, from our riders and virtual riders and volunteers to go back to research. Wow, that's really cool. Um, could you tell us actually more about how you guys acquire your funding partners, you know, especially since they are so critical? Um, I mean, what is your strategy and how do you engage prospective funding partners? Yeah, good question. So, um, you know, much like I'm sure other nonprofits, we're, we're always prospecting for um, different corporations um, or it could be grants as well. Um, that seem to align with what our mission is as well, right? If there is a, uh, if there's a, a, a company that um, really takes a liking to, you know, maybe it's cancer research or health and wellness, then that is our first kind of, um, you know, marker of we should probably have a conversation with them, tell them a little bit more about what we're doing in the community, tell them a little bit more about um, where our dollars go from a rider perspective, and educate them on our 100% model and the importance of um, of our operational partners. So, um, you know, from a prospecting perspective, it's always kind of ear to the ground, if you will. Um, you know, looking at um, what companies in, in Central Ohio or in, in Ohio, in Greater Ohio, uh, what they're doing with their community investment dollars or what they're doing with their foundation dollars. Uh, and to some extent, what they're doing with their marketing dollars, too. Um, you know, they're always, companies are always looking for what their return on investment is, um, whether they're, you know, engaging in a marketing type platform or they're engaging in a, in a community and philanthropic uh, perspective. So um, we're always keeping eyes, that are, eyes, you know, on the road ahead and, and ear to the ground to understand um, what partners are, potential partners are doing in the marketplace that, that could lead them back to us and make a good strategic fit. Nice. Yeah, and, and I was going to ask, you know, what is it like to solicit them? I mean, you know, you do say, you know, you keep the ears around. So I take it that there's not some sort of, you know, directory of companies. Is is it, how do you handle the research behind all of that? Yeah, it, another good question. Yeah, it's, it's uh, you can kind of pull in data from a number of different sources, right? There's so many different resources out there that you can utilize. Um, you know, for us specifically, as we look at um, the greater uh, Columbus or the central Ohio region, there are certainly um, many, there's a plethora of businesses that, that could align with us. And um, our, our, one of our 
you know, key aspects of the ride is we have a lot of um, what we call Pelotons. And that is companies that uh, engage with their associates and their employees and support their employees um, to help with maybe fundraising efforts uh, or to um, uh, just align a team, if you will, of riders within Pelotonia. So there, first and foremost, is that's a great resource for us to be able to tap into. We already know that these companies are aligned behind their associates. And so maybe there's a connection for us there to tap into uh, and have a conversation about operational funding of the organization as well. Um, but there are certainly, um, you know, as simple as looking at the newspaper or as simple as understanding uh, the media market, um, you know, the, the various local news stations or uh, from both the television and radio side of things, but then also looking at like your, your business periodicals. And it could be uh, Columbus Business First or Cranes up in Cleveland or Cincinnati, um, their, their business publications, and, and looking at book of, of lists um, that can give you anything from, you know, who are the top philanthropic companies uh, from a spend perspective in the marketplace, uh, or who are the top um, uh, media buyers uh, in the marketplace as well. So there's lots of different resources that we can tap into and turn to um, when identifying or cultivating uh, prospects to um, engage and, and have conversations about whether or not it's a strategic fit to work with us. That's really cool. And one other thing I did want to ask was, you know, you talked about really like engaging the companies and their employees. Have you found that, you know, this is really effective for getting people on? I mean, what is the value proposition? Obviously, of course, you know, it's a charitable cause, but what other, you know, marketable, you know, ROI type things do you use when you are reaching out to these companies, you know, beyond just the charity aspect? Yeah. And, and it's interesting um, from that aspect because everyone's different, right? Every company is looking at things from through a different lens and may have different goals or objectives. So it's, it's tough to really pinpoint, um, you know, one strategic alignment that, that pertains to everyone uh, because it is so unique. You know, there are um, a number of our partners that truly look at this as a philanthropic community goodwill investment, right? And there is, um, you, you kind of flip the, the tables here. I, instead of saying there's a there's a halo effect from a community investment, there's really a halo effect from a marketing and engagement side of things. Uh, because if they work with us, we do provide, you know, some uh, quote unquote sponsorship assets, right? That go along with that, that provide recognition for those partners. Um, so you have that, that first kind of, um, I guess framework of partnership is that some of these companies really look at it from a, a, a philanthropic and a community goodwill aspect. There are others that, that also look at it through a marketing lens, right? And so it's, okay, we've got a, um, a really tight-knit community here through Pelotonia, and how can we you know, access them um, to share our messaging, to share our branding, and, um, and also be a part of this community um, you know, that, that, uh, that is aligned through this one cause of raising money for cancer research. So it's tough, to, like I said, to, to pinpoint specifically one, um, aspect of, of, you know, engagement with partners, because I think there's a number of different ways that, that partners want to engage and what they're hoping to achieve out of it. That makes sense. Well, why don't we, why don't we just look at one of them then? Let's look at the ones who, you know, they really want the marketing aspect of it, right? What, um, what do you guys normally go at with them, you know, from like a strategy perspective, from a messaging perspective, 
what do you do for these companies that really want to see like you know marketing ROI? Yeah, certainly. Then we'll talk about you know one are the demographics of who our participants are. You know, we'll talk about what um, you know the potential is from a reach side of things. So um, whether it's the number of riders or the number of virtual riders or the number of volunteers or you know even expanding out further than that um, who our donors are right so uh, one of the interesting things is last year we had over 120,000 giving units and that represented um, all 50 states and 60 countries so we can talk about how you know um, pelotonia is a, a local community initiative but as we start as we continue to grow we're also looking at it from a perspective of we've got this large universe of uh, of engaged um, individuals that may ride, maybe virtual riders, may never come into Columbus and ride, but they're engaged to the movement from a donor perspective. And so, you know, we have a, we have a plethora of different, you know, um, ways that we can um, introduce branding, messaging, introduce the, uh, the specific company, whether that's, you know, from a traditional signage perspective on site, but thinking about it a little bit more holistically too, um, and more of a 365 day approach, uh, you know, social media, uh, is certainly something that has taken off now and, and more and more engaging in, in whether it's Facebook or Instagram or Twitter, um, uh, or LinkedIn as well. Um, and then, you know, email marketing campaigns, um, those types of things allow us to kind of expand or, uh, or look at the reach in a, in a little bit, um, uh, a different light, if you will. And then certainly on site, um, on ride weekend, there is your traditional signage. Uh, there's your traditional exposure at our opening ceremonies uh, and recognition uh, through uh, video walls and, and public address announcements and those sorts of things. Nice, nice. Um, and what, what has been your biggest learning you know, in just growing the partner base for Pelotonia, is there anything that you wish you would have known before you got started doing all this? Um, not necessarily. Yeah. Um, I think it's, I think we're always learning as we go. Right. And throughout, um, throughout the process, um, and in just the evolution of the property, um, I think we're, you know, we constantly need to be on our toes and think strategically about what a partner is looking for, right? And so what we try to do is to go into every new conversation really with an open mind and um, and try not to talk so much about us. It's certainly important to tell the story because it is, it is such a, a feel-good, right, in what we're doing, but really understand what they're trying to accomplish, what they're trying to achieve, and then how can we align Pelotonia and our property to their property to make sure that there's a good strategic fit. Um, does that does that make sense? Yeah, that, I mean that makes a lot of sense. I think it is you know very prudent for every nonprofit you know whether you're new or you're old just to really look you know at what they're doing and then see how you can align you know yourselves with them because then that just creates a very strong value proposition and it just makes sense for them to do that. So yeah, I mean I think that that's I'd say that's a very very good strong learning. Yeah. Um, and so that's something that we're always, you know, we're, we're trying to, to be very cognizant about that in, in every conversation that we're having. Um, and, and instead of, you know, just looking at this from a pure philanthropic perspective, um, which we love that, right? At the end of the day, that that's, that's uh, one of the ideal scenarios. But we need to be, um, we need to be 
understanding that um, nowadays, as, as things continue to evolve from a business perspective and a business climate, there is some of that, you know, what's the ROI on even a philanthropic investment, right? So, yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah, it makes sense to me. So I think that's, I think that's great that you guys are, you know, always, you know, not just staying put. Um, and one last thing I did want to ask is, do you have any resources that you'd recommend, you know, especially for newer um, people getting into the nonprofit space? Are there any resources that you'd recommend that they look into, you know, whether it be books, you know, local organizations? Yeah. So, I mean, obviously there's a, a ton of great um, resources out there in, in, in any market, really, right? Um, there, uh, me specifically. So I stay very current with, um, our local business periodicals as, as we target primarily, um, Ohio based businesses. That's not a hundred percent, you know, um, that, that's not a hundred percent model from that perspective. We will have conversations out with, with folks that are outside of central Ohio, um, when and where it makes sense, but certainly like, you know, looking through, um, a lens of central Ohio or Ohio in general, um, and identifying those periodicals that make sense, to, as I mentioned before, like books, uh, book of lists um, that usually come through your business periodicals in the marketplaces are, are great tools um, to utilize. Um, I also belong to um, the Central Ohio Association of Fundraising Professionals, um, which is a great networking um, resource, if you will, to uh, connect with others that are in the nonprofit space. Um, and share best practices, right? Share, uh, share strategies, um, if you will. And so um, that, that chapter usually gets together about once a month and aligns around some sort of topic that, we're, that you know, usually applies to every nonprofit. And it's, a, it's just a great learning um, opportunity. Um, and I know that, that that is a chapter that's part of a, a larger conglomerate. So I know that there are other chapters around the country that uh, other fundraising professionals can engage in from that, from that perspective. So Awesome. Yeah, I mean, that definitely sounds like a good way. Just, you know, get involved, start networking. You know, I'm sure you'll learn a lot that way. So Right. Awesome. Well, anyway, I don't want to keep you forever, but thank you so much, Eric, for coming on. I mean, you definitely dropped a lot of really, really good knowledge. So thank you so much. Well, hey, I appreciate it, Sean. It's been a pleasure. Thank you for uh, allowing us to talk a little bit about Pelotonia. And and, uh, and thank you for our partnership. You guys are great partners with us and working uh, together every year. So. Yeah, of course. Yeah, and, you know, we're definitely happy to do it. So, yeah, we appreciate everything that you guys are doing. Awesome. Thanks, Sean. Awesome. Have a good one.